0: This week on the Ritual Misery podcast, Amos is putting tampons in engines. Well, that's where they go, right? And I mean, if you're going to be a ghostbuster,
1: you got to have creative solutions. Uh, as long as Michael Myers isn't showing up to to put me through a thirty and thirty challenge, I mean,
0: NBA games are what they are, man. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Ritual Misery Podcast, episode two hundred eighty nine for Tuesday, the twenty third of November, two thousand twenty one. This is the show where two lifelong friends and their guests celebrate all things geek. I'm Amos. That's Kent. Uh, is over there, over there on camera. But of course, as is usual, we don't matter because we have a guest tonight. Welcome, Dominic John, to the Ritual Misery Podcast. Hi. <laughs> Glad to
1: have you here That's all, all
0: the hype and we get a subtle Glad to be here. Hi <laughs>
1: Amos, Amos, I gotta know about this thing though Engine tampon? What the hell okay. is an engine tampon?
0: Now I have two stories One sun And one night <laughs> Okay Alright We'll hold off on the engine tampon for now We're gonna start with the Michael Myers Okay. All right. We are eating dinner. We're talking about movies. It's my son sitting across from me, and then my uh, t- my oldest and my youngest daughter sitting in between us along the long edge of the table. And we're eating dinner. And I don't remember what we were having. It was something simple because I cooked it. And So spaghetti. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's spaghetti. I think spaghetti might have too many ingredients for whatever it was we were eating that night. <laughs>
2: frozen lasagna,
0: Robin. yeah yeah frozen lasagna Robin. still frozen not even baked it's just straight out of the freezer we didn't even take it out of the box we just chopped it and like cardboard's extra protein
1: <laughs> um, okay
0: so we're, we're talking about movies and things like that and it's, it's just a normal conversation normal dinner conversation for us and oh. at one point we start talking about mike myers amber my oldest hates mike myers can't stand him um, she had a bad experience with cat in the hat, gave her nightmares. And since then, just his voice, just, it triggers her, you know?
1: Okay. So we're, yeah. So we're talking about, about, uh, Saturday night, Saturday night live alum, Mike Myers. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Wayne, oh. Wayne, like is yes, in, in yes. Wayne's world,
0: uh, Amber, okay. Amber and I are, and we're talking about him and we're expressing, uh, I enjoyed Wayne's world. I, you know, this and that. David is just going along because the only Mike Myers that David knows is Michael Myers, ah, from the horror movies.
2: Yeah, so he's he's
0: in there dun, thinking dun, dun, maybe dun, he dun, just dun, missed dun, out. Dun. Yeah, he's just, he's thinking he just missed out on the horror version <laughs> of Cat in the Hat. Um,
1: oh, 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 that would be a movie.
0: Uh, I would I would
1: pay money for that.
0: Uh, Austin Powers, where he goes around slashing everybody. Like, this is what's going on in his head is me and Amber, or as Amber and I are talking about all these Mike Myers movies. Yeah. Hey, I'm with David. Like,
1: I want to <laughs> see these movies. Let's go. Let's go. The moment of
0: realization. I had
2: hat the hat was pretty bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: it, I
0: mean, it, yeah, it, did, it was
1: pretty horrific on its own. It did yeah. not need
0: a hockey mask. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so the moment of realization when I realized he said something, something just kind of didn't match up. And I, it took a second and Amber was talking. I took a second and I I like recalibrated my thinking. And when Mm -hmm. I realized that David was talking about Michael Myers and we were talking about (laughs) Mike Myers, the whole conversation opened up and I finally understood why David was having such a hard time imagining (laughs) these different movies He's like, I've only ever seen the one Michael Myers movie. You know, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was so good. It was so good. Even my eight year old, who's only ever seen partial, you know, a couple parts of movies of the different, two, uh, the two different genres. Right? Uh, She was right, laughing. Right. It was a good time had all around. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> I figured, okay, well, you're d-
1: making fun of Big Brother. I mean, that's always a good time.
0: Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I mean, I would know being the only <laughs> child, but yeah, I can, I can, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Later on that night, David is in the garage working on the van. He's checking like the mass airflow sensor. He's uh, checking oil. We, he cleaned up the wow. garage. he cleaned out the garage so he could park the van in there and actually work on it in wintertime. It's becoming his hobby to keep this this eighteen year old van alive long enough to get him through high school, so he can continue to drive it for the next two years. You know
1: hey that's that's valuable like teach that kid yeah. all that shit so well, he can just be yeah. your live-in maintainer I, yeah, he's would- learning it I
0: don't know shit about cars I know about maintenance but I don't know anything about cars specifically so I'm giving him like best practices in general but he's actually learning the, the van itself that's you know? awesome yeah um yeah he, uh, I go out there, and one thing that he had done is he disconnected the battery because he had to disconnect the radio. And, he, you know, he follows all the rules, and, you know, he's really by the book and stuff like that. And that's cool. And I'm standing off to the side because the garage door opener broke. So now we have to do it manually, and it doesn't quite mm. seal right because it's not properly weighted for a, a manual door. So the ground mm. is like freezing cold. And of course, David's out there wearing my slippers. So I don't have slippers to wear into the garage because he's wearing my slippers. Okay. <laughs> so I'm standing off to the side a little bit. And we're talking about a few things. And then he told me the battery was sparking. So we had to get a little thing and, and, and put it in between the battery and the terminal so that, you know, it wouldn't spark anymore. Oh, a anymore. big
1: screwdriver. You're talking about a big screwdriver. Uh,
0: he thought about that. And then he remembered when we wired the shed not to do that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> oh, oh, that was nice.
3: Uh, if, <laughs> if you just, if you, you, if you just heard
0: a small explosion, that was Dominic's neck she, as they
1: were uh, flexing. <laughs> I didn't know uh, you could pick that up. <laughs> um, Those sorts of fireworks don't happen when I flex. So,
0: so, uh, <laughs> so I look over and I look at to see what he had used to jam in between the terminal and the battery stud, and it was a small pink cylinder. And I just assumed that it was a tampon. He had gone into the bathroom, which is right next to the garage, gone <laughs> under the under the counter, grabbed a tampon. Plastic and cotton are not conductive. Oh, that's a great damn idea. Maybe he found it in the van. Maybe one of the twins had left it in the van. Like, That's a great idea. I, I'm, I dig it. That, cool. Good on you. As we're talking <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that, I go around to the other side of the vehicle and I start looking and now I'm on the battery side of the car and I look down. It's not a tampon that we've been talking about for like 10 minutes. It's a piece of ch- kids' sidewalk chalk. Oh. that's the same color as the tampons the ladies in our house use. He just he rolled with it, just like when he didn't know which Mike Myers we were talking about. He just rolled with it and let me think that it was a tampon.
1: That's fantastic. So So was it was he trolling was he trolling you or he didn't he didn't get the joke that he was telling? N- no, the,
0: the first time he was completely clueless. The second time he was letting me go with it.
1: Got it. He was trolling yeah. you. Yeah. I love it. Trolling. I love it. So, yes. <laughs> all in the same night
0: in like within a 2-hour time span, I had two very different uh miscommunications with my son about very different subjects and he was on the opposite side of each one. So <laughs> that's that, fantastic. That in a nutshell has been how my life has gone since the last time we did a podcast.
1: <laughs> I love it, man. That's 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 high quality entertainment. If you can have that yeah. daily, like that, there's worse <laughs> lives to to live. Right,
0: right, right. Usually, usually I'm just getting joshed on by my uh, by my nine year old. She just turned nine last week. And usually it's just her joking on me about something. But now, no, no, now now, now, totally. now my sixteen year old son's getting in on it too. So thanks, yeah, I appreciate that universe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, so last night I I watched the new Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, and, I'm not going to give any spoilers here. Uh, I'm just going to say that I do give it a thumbs up. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Uh, if I had to analogize it uh, with another movie, it's basically what The Force Awakens was to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife is to 1984's Ghostbuster, so that works. I
0: I I liked that. I I really enjoyed The Force yeah. Awakens. So,
4: I
1: yeah. So I, I really liked uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So if you're a fan of the 1984 Ghostbusters movie, I give it a, a real high recommendation. Uh, definitely go see it. Uh, I do want to comment on one thing. It's not it's not a spoiler, uh, but it is it is a thing that was in the movie. There was a podcaster character uh, that is recommending his podcast to someone, and he says that it doesn't really uh, the podcast doesn't find its voice until episode 46. And that kind of became like a, a recurrent joke, like something that was revisited later, and it got me thinking, like, huh? Because my I went with both my sons uh, to see the movie, and mm-hmm. one of my boys, I don't remember which one, looked at me and was like, like, uh, so did Ritual Misery like find its voice at episode forty six? I was like, well, <laughs> let me let me check because I'm not sure, right? And uh, so I went to DC TVpedia to look up our episode listing. Amos, do you know what episode forty six was of of Ritual Misery? Uh,
0: I know forty two was one zero one zero one zero, and we had a big thing about the meaning of uh, of you know life and the universe, life the universe and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, forty six, I do not. Was that like a was that Charlie Fultz or something like that? Was that
1: episode forty six was when we had Margaret Weiss? Oh, I should have remembered that one of the like most prolific people that we have had, actually probably the most prolific person we've ever had on this show. Yeah. Uh, a a hero of ours, we were mm. able to interview and yeah, exactly. <laughs> author of like half of Amos's bookshelf. Um, nice. <laughs> like in that episode that the interview that we did with Margaret Weiss was, was absolutely like a, a change moment of our show. And uh, yeah, so I was like, yes, Yes, yeah. in fact, yeah. episode 46 is when Ritual Misery found its voice. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, no, that, that that tracks. That does track, yeah. Yeah. Uh, D- Dominic, what have, what have you had going on lately? Uh,
2: um. Okay, so um, finding... Oh, let's see. Um, there was the kink camp out in October. I am... Entering my community because like people are finally getting out. There's finally play parties and munches and everything mm, going mm. on. Um, and then I'm getting dual licensed right now, which is always fun. Um, licensed esthetician, licensed cosmetic um, tattooing, and oh. dating every you know body that I can. <laughs> so I don't know.
1: Right on. Amos, uh, what's this 30 and 30 thing? Um, are you, are you trying to, uh, you trying to get fit or what's going on? <laughs> Kent, everyone, nope. everyone in diamond,
0: <laughs> everyone in diamond club knows that, uh, I eat happy. I'm not worried okay. about what goes in my mouth. I'm all, I'm just, as long as it tastes good and fills me up, I'm down. <laughs> Um, so no, it's Interesting. not just, it's I, not a fitness.
2: Yeah. I'm
1: wondering how much, what you just said is going to lead into our later conversation, but I'll, I'll leave. Probably all of it, all of it,
2: <laughs> all of it,
0: <clears throat> uh, 30 and 30. So we have the streamathon coming up at the end of next month. It's a 27 hour live stream where we have a bunch of people team up together to do, uh, some charity work for extra life. Uh, therefore, um, Children's Miracle Network, and we raise money for for mm-hmm. them. It's kind of like a, a send-off to the year and a happy new year to the new year. And during the entire thing, we have a live chat, and uh, we, we focus on on having fun and making sure that we address uh, uh, mental health and making sure that no one has to spend New Year's Eve alone. It, it's kind of like this big thing that we, we, we've been doing. This is our seventh one. It's phenomenal. And I don't think enough people know about it, so, mm-hmm. we should create more content related to it. However, I can only control myself. So, I am proposing a 30 for 30 challenge. That means the 30 days of December leading up to the streamathon on New Year's Eve, I am going to produce content every single day. I am ah. not just going to produce the content, but I'm going to produce it and release it on that day. So, it won't be stuff that I have canned from previous, no, anything else. And it's going to range from from uh, uh, live streams, like video games, things like that. It could be a fifteen minute podcast. It could be five pictures taken that day with a theme and released that day. Uh, it could be anything along those lines. But something that I'm already into, so it's not too too far out of my out of my uh, comfort zone. The challenge for me is the 30 pieces of content in 30 days. Um, A a three-minute TikTok would be excruciating for me, but I will do it. (laughs) The best way that this is going to work is if people are listening to this podcast and they hear about the 30 for 30 challenge, they can pick my next next piece of media, whether it's photography, a 15-minute podcast, a three-minute TikTok, an hour of streaming. They can pick it. By donating to our streamathon link, I will take those donations. You can put a little comment in there, and um, yeah, it's. Uh, I will if you if you whoever has the most uh, most donation in there, I will do their selected piece of content. They can, you, you can even pick a theme. I will do that piece of content next, and then I will keep going down until there's no donations left for me to to reap in, and then I'll just start making stuff up off my head. And every day in December, I'm going to be releasing some sort of content. And I know I've said things like this before. This year, I'm actually serious about it. So if I don't do it, hop in the Discord and yell <laughs> at me because I'm in there every day for, for work. Um, yeah, 30 and 30 challenge. I'm going to create new content and release it day of that I create it every day in December. And you can control That's what that fantastic. content is going to be, the subjects, the type of content it will be. By donating to our uh, streamathon link, and that is um, extra life org slash dc twenty one.
1: Nice.
0: Or is it DCTV twenty one? I might have screwed that up. We'll get you that. I don't know. Second. I
1: threw a I threw a I threw a link in the Twitch <laughs> chat, so there that's go. not going to help the the audio listeners, but. Um... But anybody in Twitch right now uh, can click on that. Or or Um, you can just go to
0: dcstreamathon.org, and that'll route you to the appropriate page with the schedule and everything else on it. But that's what I'm going to do, 30 30 pieces of content in 30 days. uh, And you can help pick that content by
1: donating to the Extra Life campaign. So speaking of the New Year's Eve streamathon, which is the culmination of the... um, uh, extra life campaign that we do each year uh kuhan our quiz master is going to be a participant mm-hmm. this year uh, once again uh, presenting a pub quiz to everybody that that shows up to uh, to participate and he is our guest quiz master tonight normally we do Kent's game where I put you through a uh, challenge of some through sort of various torture. various uh, yeah various love torture., <laughs> uh, but this week, Kuhan is gonna join us and uh, put us both through the challenge and he has been gracious enough to modify the quiz to allow for Dominic to participate. So we are going to have a a three-way contest. Um,
2: love good three-way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, I was waiting for a comment because I was like that's gonna come into play l- later in the conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But uh if we can get if we can get Kuhan on the call, um, <laughs> I think we're ready for I'm, I'm here. I think I'm here. N- Nime, What's up, my friend? I'm doing great. How is everyone doing? Awesome. Fantastic, man. <laughs> I am excited to be a participant in your quiz once again. It's been too long. So it has been
0: too long, yeah. The way this works out is anytime Kent's a participant in a quiz, it's because I made it and I'm not nearly as good as either one of you. So this is like the first <laughs> time he's had a real quiz thrown his way in forever. So he's
4: It's the first time <laughs> I've had to write trivia in a while, because I haven't I haven't written since we stopped because uh we we did uh Speakeasy Pub quiz through basically through uh, lockdown quarantine. So, starting in May of last year through July of this year, we were doing Speakeasy Pub Quiz every week, uh, which was really really fun. Uh, but a lot of work uh, to write, uh, like fifty six trivia questions or whatever we were writing every single week. Edit a video round, edit an audio round, edit a picture round. So we're bringing something back in the in the not too distant future. But uh, but we are bringing Speakeasy the that specific pub quiz uh, style back for streamathon uh because we we love doing it so much last year and uh, we're really glad to have the opportunity to do it again this year so fantastic right.
1: what what, uh, what what kind of quiz do you have uh, for us tonight sir
4: so I uh, <laughs> uh I asked uh you Kent uh what uh what I should try to write around uh, and uh, and you said 80s and you said no music and I I I respected your wishes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do music. <laughs> he, but it he, is a, it that, is an that was a caveat
0: he had to add because he knows I would cream him on music. We had to keep it sure, yeah. fair. It would
4: be utter
1: destruction. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Again, that that's that's how it usually goes. That's how that's how and most trivia teams are put together. Is somebody knows one subject really well, and especially for the quiz that we ran, uh, the music round was pretty important it was a double point round so you need a music person and if one person is the music person amos and the other person is not the music person kids, then <laughs> you know that's, that's not gonna work great as a team doesn't work great as, as a 1v1 <laughs> or yeah. 1v1v1 as a, as it were right <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> all right so uh so so what you got for us tonight why don't you, let's go ahead and get this started and uh see how embarrassed the three of us
4: can be <laughs> so, do we have a, do we have some pen and paper real quick? Because I figure uh, we'll we'll show our answers, so we're not uh, cheating off each other. Uh, oh, okay, okay. It's so the, the easiest way to to get it and keep it fair. Or yeah, if you want to just write on your phone and keep it big, that that works great as well. That's perfect. As long as yep. as long as we can see it, I don't care. There we go. Awesome. Okay, I'm ready. Um, all right. So this quiz is called "Some Number of Minutes to Midnight." Dust off your Walkman and grab your acid-washed jeans because it's a 10-question quiz on pop culture of the 80s. Here is question number one. If my PowerPoint wants to work, there we go. The most perfect film of the 1980s was Back to the Future. While the film was famously directed by Robert Zemeckis, what St. Louis native co-wrote the screenplay with Zemeckis? This is a toughie. Ooh.
3: Ooh. Ooh. this is gonna be a toughie
4: right write down your answers and then we'll, we'll see the answer in just a moment here so once again most perfect film of the 80s was back to the future while the film was famously directed by robert zemeckis what st louis native co-wrote the screenplay with zemeckis all right i've got a
1: guess i don't think i'm right but i do have i do have a guess i
0: don't even have a guess i'm not right i I'm, I'm i don't even have a let's, guess
4: let, let's see some answers let's see them Chris Columbus, John Hughes. Yeah, yeah we yep, can. Yep, I see it. It looks perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those, didn't write anything. Those are both better answers <laughs> than the nothing I had, so... <laughs>
4: they're, they're, they're good guesses. They're good guesses. That is Bob Gale. Uh, I, had to, I had to kick it off with a St. Louis-themed question. My hometown. Uh Love St. Louis. So I'm wearing my St. Louis Cardinals hat. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't put, I almost put a baseball question in here and I didn't. Uh, I see some people in the chat talking about uh, my, my propensity to write baseball questions. Didn't yeah. do it <laughs> to, to be nice to y'all. That, that, that <laughs> one yeah. would
0: have been all Kent. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have Amos I told you lately a,
1: how, how much I, I hate baseball? baseball? <laughs> I, I
0: really
4: hate not baseball. lately,
1: but, but, um, you're doing it now, so <laughs>
4: I, uh, I, I, pretty much, I pretty much play one video game, uh, and it's MLB The Show. That's pretty much all that ever oh is, is in my PS4 at one time. Uh, so that's just that's 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 life. Uh, all right, this next yeah. one is uh, uh, I was I was watching the stream. I think Kent might have a bit of an edge here. Cool. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife ah. is in theaters now. Ghostbusters, please sponsor us, and features Carrie Coon, <laughs> Finn Wolfhard, and McKenna Grace as the family of which Ghostbuster who appears only in archival footage. Hmm. Yes. Oh. So once again, question to hear, Ghostbusters Afterlife in theaters now. Ghostbusters, please sponsor the show. Uh, Features Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard, and McKenna Grace of the family of which Ghostbuster, who appears only in archival footage. I think this is gettable. If you haven't seen the film, which I also haven't. I was going to see it last weekend. Didn't have time. I'm. I'm. But,
0: uh, uh, I'm I, I. I have my answer on this one. I actually have have an answer. It's a pure whim, but I think I'll go with it.
4: Okay. All right. Let's reveal answers in three, two, one. <laughs> uh, the correct answer was indeed Egon Spengler, played by Harold Ramis. I would have uh, taken Harold Ramis just to be nice, but uh, yes, Egon. Uh, Harold Ramis passed away a few years ago, so yep. his character only appears in archival footage uh, in the
2: film. Dang, it was not Ted. As it I was, was not Ted. Yeah. Ted. Ted is
1: listen. Ted, Ted the, the actually, lesser not... known nickname of Egon. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Ted.
1: Egon
0: it's, it's Ted. Egon I, I, Ted like That's what it is.
2: Name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was a great guess. A
2: for or Lo- or
4: Ted Logan. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right. Here's question number three. I see people in the chat uh, saying these questions are super difficult. This is this is how I do trivia. These are the these are the kind of questions y- y'all know. These are the kind of questions that I write. This is this is a, this is a classic speakeasy round. So, um, my, my friend is right.
2: dying because I've never seen any movies at all. They say so. <laughs> You should check out Ghostbusters. It's a good movie. It's a
4: good flick. Good flick. Yeah, I, I heard there's Absolutely. a new one out. You should, you can go catch. I, yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> also,
2: also, as I said, I, don't know. I have to check.
4: As I said a moment ago, Back to the Future, the most perfect film of the '80s. Look, uh, it's great. I, I own, I own. Of, uh, not even of the '80s, like yeah. possibly of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I own, I own uh, Back to the Future on Blu-ray like two different times because I got it on Blu-ray and then the 4Ks came out and I was like. All right, I guess I'll buy the 4K Blu-rays, too. <laughs> I, I
0: think oh, we, I think we sure have our answer.
2: Have you ever seen Titanic? I actually haven't seen Titanic. What? What the fuck? So It's so long.
4: It's I, I it it beautiful. It. I'll, <laughs> get around it eventually. I'll get around to it eventually.
0: Uh, um, uh, go <laughs> for it in chat, has it. the answer. Uh Yes, Ted found the secret phone number for the phone booth that landed him in the Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, that was the missing That would
4: be a great cross. I'd watch, I'd watch Bill and There you go. Covers.
0: Yeah, Bill and did Ted they, did Ghostbusters. They just,
4: oh. Did they do that in the cartoons, yeah. like the Bill and Ted cartoon crossover with the real Ghostbusters? I, that would have been like perfect.
0: I, 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 that's, oh. that's how that should have gone if it didn't, yeah. Should've, it should have. Somebody needs to yes. do that if it yeah. hasn't
4: done. Yeah. All right, question number three. Though he is possibly best known for transforming into a tank or jet, the original Generation 1 Megatron transformed into a Walther P-8. P-38, P-38. Rather, A type of what? I misspoke. It's written correctly. I misspoke. <laughs> Got it. Once again, question three: though was possibly known for transforming into a tank or a jet, the original Generation 1 Megatron transformed into a Walther P-38. A type of what? Transformers question for you. Robots Mega. in disguise. I think everyone's ready, so let's see your answers. Uh, pistol is, in fact, exactly what I wrote, but obviously gun is acceptable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Megatron transformed into a gun who could also change size, so a human could hold him or a Transformer could hold him comfortably. Yep. Listen. Gen 1 Transformers uh, was wild stuff. It's wild stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. It's the best. G1 is the best Transformers.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to question four. By the power of Greyskull, Prince Adam transforms into He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Created by Mattel's lead designer, Roger Sweet, the company was sued over He-Man's resemblance to what much older character? Ooh. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I think I have this one.
4: Once again, I, question I four. <laughs> by the power of grace, from the He-Man, most powerful man in the universe, created by Mattel's lead designer, Roger Sweet. The company was sued over He-Man's resemblance to what much older character?
1: My God. Okay. Oh. I, I have an
0: answer. Same. I, yeah. I,
4: I... Again, again, I yep. think this is... This is a gettable one. Let's. Uh, let's I see. wrote answer. something down. I wrote something down. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Uh, I see one correct answer, and that correct answer is Conan the Barbarian. Ugh. Damn it! Conan the Barbarians. Uh, the lawsuit alleges that uh, the Conan movie, which came out in the '80s, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, that, uh, Mattel was contracted to make toys for them, and then they decided not to because the movie was a little bit raunchier, and so they just they turned it into He-Man. Mattel won the lawsuit, so um, but uh, but that's that's what the uh, the urban legend say, states that uh, that Mattel uh, stole stole Conan to make He-Man, uh, and then they made a, Conan, a He-Man movie with Dolph Lundgren. So. Yeah, <laughs> that was almost That's what the question was, was about. The question was almost asking for uh, Dolph Lundgren, and then I was like, "Ah, oh, this was this bit of trivia is even more interesting."
0: I thought yeah. I had yeah, He Man, but I don't. Dolph I, have, I have Prince Adam right I, there.
4: I do have He Man. In fact,
1: I
2: don't just have He Man. I loved Prince Adam. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, he's he's up there. He's on. Uh, he's on a Wildcat.
2: Oh, I got
1: Giant Beast Man.
0: Ah uh, but that's hot. that's not Prince Adam <laughs> though. Like Yeah.
1: You got you gotta have I've baby got, face Prince He-Man Adam up there. there. Yeah. I've got He Man and King Randor somewhere on this side of the room. I even have
0: like two of the Ghostbusters up there. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I think Kuan
0: just uh he, he just he just raided my pop collection and decided to start making movies. <laughs> yeah
4: listen, <laughs> right. you guys you me write an eighties quiz. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. What else we got? All, All right, right. Question number five. David Hasselhoff was on top of the world in the '80s, the but his signature work in the decade was as a crime fighter, Michael Knight in Knight Rider, in which he drove a high-tech 1982 Pontiac Trans Am called Kit, voiced by which actor, whose other best-known roles are as a teacher, a heart surgeon, and a founding father? Oh, oh my God! I'll read that again. Oh as my I always God! Do. <laughs> David Hasselhoff was on top of the world in the 80s. His signature work was as a crime fighter, uh, Michael Knight, and Knight Rider. He drove an 82 Pontiac Trans Am called Kit, voiced by which actor, whose other best-known roles are as a teacher, a heart surgeon, and a founding father?
0: Oh. This is it's one, it's one it's of those things. I, I heard this at one time, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then I completely blew it away because I figured, I'm never going to have to answer this during a Kuhan Pub quiz. <laughs> if, I,
4: if 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 you want, you can all put your hand up, and I can tell you which founding father. But uh, uh, the only hint I think I can give. I don't know that that would help.
0: I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I, I'm
1: certain it wouldn't help.
0: Unless it's Washington, um, uh, Hamilton, or John Adams. Like, <laughs> if it wasn't in the in the Hamilton musical, I'm not going to have any placements for it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, John Adams wasn't in the Hamilton musical, so. <laughs> See, there,
0: there you go. Well, he was supposed to be.
4: Uh, uh, I wrote uh, something down. I did not. (laughs) Same. uh, Same. Yeah. All right. uh, Let's see those answers. Uh. (laughs) 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 Kuhan's (laughs) mom! Amos, you didn't write anything?
0: Uh, No, no. I was too busy with Kuhan's mom.
4: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, William Daniels is the answer. William Daniels, he played Mr. Feeny in Boy Meets World. (laughs) He played John no, Adams in 1776, literally. and he was also uh, in uh, Saint Elsewhere. As in, in fact, he was in Saint Elsewhere at the same time as he was in Knight Rider, and that's why he's uncredited in Knight Rider because he was oh in Saint Elsewhere.
1: God, the wow! There was a zero point zero percent chance I was going to get that right.
4: So. Fair enough, you know. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I knew this was going to be a tough yeah. one if you like. It's kind of like, and if you don't know who William Daniels is off the top of your head, but it, Mr. Feeney. he's Mr. Feeney.
0: Yeah, he's been, yeah.
4: For, Mr. Feeny. For my generation, he's Mr. Feeney for your generation, he's kid. Yeah. That's, that's as, where, that's as, as soon as you said Mr. <laughs> oh Feeney,
0: it clicked in my head and that's exactly the reference that I'd heard. But I don't know that yeah. I ever knew William Daniels. I just knew Mr. Feeney.
4: Honestly, if you'd written Mr. Yeah. Feeney, I probably would have taken the answer. I would have been like, you know <laughs> right. what? That's fine. This, <laughs> this is a tough one. In, in a proper quiz, I wouldn't take Mr. Feeney. But in uh, in this little bit more casual environment, you know, I'll, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, a little I'm,
0: more I'm so glad you're whooping her ass in a casual environment, not the real deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: R- right.
1: Ritual misery is nothing if not casual yeah
4: (laughs) all right maybe maybe, uh maybe this one will be a little bit easier uh question number six before he was the james bond of the 90s in the 80s pierce brosnan was a television star playing the title role in which detective procedural for five seasons um
1: oh i oh my god i I remember i used to watch this with my grandparents yes
4: (laughs) yeah uh, once again, before he was James Bond in the 90s uh, In the 80s, Pierce Brosnan was a television star Playing the title role in which detective procedural For five
1: seasons Yeah, okay, I got this I got this
4: This was uh, this was in the era Where you didn't make the transition from TV To film that often, so everyone was like Oh, he's a TV star, he can't be James Bond And then he was a pretty yeah, good James Yeah, because I, when, when he became James Bond I referred to him as
1: What I wrote down yeah. For a long time
4: Aim this uh, I think everyone else is ready. I need you to write something. I have an answer. Uh, is it not not coming to you? No, yeah. I and,
0: and, it, and it's killing me cuz I know this, but no, go it's ahead. It's not
1: it's not this it's not the scarecrow And Mrs. King. All right. Let's different. It's, it's also not got. murder she wrote.
4: It is indeed Remington Steele. Uh. Remington Steel see I can, uh, I can my, see uh, the picture
0: in my head I could I did I don't know that I ever knew the name of that damn
4: show <laughs> <laughs> the name of the character I mean kind of uh, my uh, my old manager at AMC her last name was teal before she was married and she said her parents almost named her Remington. They would have named her oh Remington teal. they were like we would have called you Remy but uh, uh, <laughs> that would not high high with hand. it. <laughs> it's awful.
2: I have a family member that just named their kid Remington, but like for different reasons, because they're like you know way far right. So like you know, yeah,
0: yeah. They named their kid after
2: the guns. So. Yeah,
0: Re- yeah. R- Remington Colt. You know, they should they should have
4: named the kid
2: Walter P thirty eight.
0: Yeah, Remington Colt and Walter.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> These are my children, Smith and Wesson.
1: Yeah. <laughs> B right. Copert says Not all gun nuts are right
4: It's true That's oh, true dun, yeah. dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. Okay What else we got uh, <laughs> all
4: right. uh, Question number seven Perhaps John Hughes' most important work The Breakfast Club was selected for the National Film Registry By the Library of Congress in 2016 For its cultural significance Straight up, is the Breakfast Club in the Criterion Collection? Ooh this just a yes or no. So even if you don't know, it's a fifty-fifty shot of a guess. Is the Breakfast Club in the Criterion Collection?
0: Even chat's asking the question like, no, yes, <laughs> I don't, yeah, no. maybe. I don't. I don't know. I don't know of any Criterion Collection movies that aren't really bad. Woody, uh, uh, what's his? What the hell? Woody's name? Al, Woody, Woody Allen. Allen? Yeah, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah. If it's not no, a Woody I Allen mean, movie, that I hate. Some...
4: There's, there's some modern Kevin Smith stuff. There's yeah, I think the uh, Chasing Abysm in the Criterion there's, collection.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Clerks is in there. Clerks um, might be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's
4: so Yeah.
0: yeah. This is this is a definitely. Of, yeah, this is a 50
4: um, It's a yeah. 50/50, but he has one of those that could really go either way. Ah, I got my answer. All right, let's let's see him. I got uh, two nos and a yes. The answer is. And in fact, I can show you my Criterion Collection no! Breakfast club. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> the inspiration uh, behind the question. I own it. <laughs>
1: crap. On. I I thought for sure yeah. the only reason he would ask this is because it's an injustice that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, one of the man. it's
4: one of those topics. like it really could have gone either way. I also yep. own yep. um oh, what what are the what, I I bought two other Criterion Collection movies when I bought this. Hold on, they're right over here. I, I I just
0: watched The Breakfast Club with uh, with one of the twins, it with Amber, not too long ago, and it was the first time that I'd recommended a movie, and they watched it, and they were like, "That totally applies today."
4: Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's just uh, the other two I bought were the uh, the Princess Bride and uh, Memories of Murder, uh, one of Bong Joon Ho's movies. Uh, they had a they had a sale a couple weeks ago, and a friend of mine was like, uh, <laughs> he goes, he goes. Um, uh, Criterion Collections having a killer sale, but I don't buy physical media. And then he goes, "At Tuhan, please buy him so I can uh, live vicariously through you because I am known for <laughs> buying Blu-rays. I have like 250 Blu-rays on my shelf, so I so I bought them for him." <laughs> nice, okay. nice, nice. All right. all right, moving on to question number eight. Grossing over 700 million dollars in its lifetime, E.T. was the highest-grossing film of all time for a span of 10 years. Name either the film it overtook. Or the film which overtook it? Uh, so I uh, accept one of two answers here. Uh, grossing over $700 million uh, in its lifetime, E.T. was the highest grossing film of all time for a span of 10 years. You can give me either the film it overtook or the film that overtook it.
0: I know a later movie that overtook it that came up in the conversation earlier today. Sure do. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but I don't know what was in between.
1: So, um, okay. I'm just going to go with this. Uh,
4: how specific do we got to be? Cause I think I, I think I've got this. I don't, lo- I, you don't, I mean, there, there is, there is no level of specificity that you need. Okay. If you, if perfect. you okay, like, okay. if you're more specific, I think you'll be wrong. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. We got answers down. Let's see them. Yes. All
0: right. Oh no, I, no, no you're 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 both wrong but so am i
4: uh the Actually, correct answer that right. i would have accepted are indeed star wars yep. and jurassic, jurassic yes! park
0: yep Jurassic yes. ah, yes. okay star yes. wars in
4: 1977 yeah. uh, is when it came Seven. out 78 yep. is when it crossed that mark yep. uh et mm. did it in uh 1983 and then jurassic park was the number one film in the year i was born 1993 and then also the right. yep. biggest film of all time Until Titanic which came out five years later Right
0: yeah. and, and I was trying to think of the movie in between And I knew there's one in between And I couldn't think of it and then right as you said Okay everybody show your answers I was like Oh damn it it's Jurassic Park
4: uh, Titanic, <laughs> Titanic, <laughs> Titanic That's December of 97 but it crossed the mark in 98 Yeah These are, these are uh, just facts that yeah. run in my head all the time This is the way that my brain works So <laughs> <laughs> Alright Question oh, yeah. number nine Originally airing in Japan as Beast King Golion, which giant robot anime aired for 72 episodes from 1984 to 85 in the US and has spawned numerous reboots, comic books, and a fan film directed by Alex Albrecht? Question nine again, originally airing in Japan as Beast King Golion. Which giant robot anime aired for 72 episodes from 1984 to 85 in the US and has spawned numerous reboots, comic books, and a fan film directed by Alex Albrecht? Alexander Jennings Albrecht,
0: that is. I think you could ask any person in our audience on this show or people that have even heard of this show (laughs) <laughs> and they would have more of an idea about anything anime than me. So I'm gonna write down the oldest anime I can remember and hope it goes for something.
4: You're probably well, right. If you do that, you're probably have, gonna be you right. Could, you, you could be close to right. The thing is, in in that era of time, especially like in the in the you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, you didn't realize it was anime. It just was another cartoon that looked a little weird. It yeah. wasn't yeah. really until the nineties two thousands like boom of anime like Dragon Ball and and um, Sailor Moon and and those anime that uh, that really ushered the the distinction between anime and and uh, US used animation. to we
1: used to call it before anime came into popular vernacular in the U S. We used to call it Japanimation. Japanimation, yeah, sure, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. Thank, thank God that changed.
0: That <laughs> was like early on the woke scale they were like yeah this is bad let's well, let's do something it, it else. is
4: japan i don't think i don't think it's a, like it's japanese animation it's just a portmanteau of two words i don't think it's of um, of things that needed to be changed it's probably lowest on the totem pole
0: okay okay <laughs> right. it finally popped on my damn head i finally right. got it
4: i finally got it all right, all right let's see answers I got Voltron, Voltron. <laughs> Did you write anything down?
2: <laughs> no, the only anime I know is Pokemon, Sailor Moon, and Food Wars.
4: The answer is <laughs> indeed Voltron, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, defender of the Universe, <clears throat> Voltron. I watched uh, plenty of Voltron as a kid in reruns on Cartoon Network. I also watched a lot of Power Rangers, which people like always said was a rip-off of Voltron, but the Japanese Power Rangers came before Voltron, so it was really... <clears throat> the other way around. But yeah. Uh, In fact, BK in the chat even said it's literally made of lions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yep. (laughs) (sighs) Um, All right, the last question of the round. Last question of the round. One of the seminal video games of the era. Pac-Man almost had what name? Not because of his resemblance to a piece of sports equipment, but rather from a Japanese phrase for flapping one's mouth open and closed.
2: I know this one. I know this one. I know this one. I know this one.
4: Once again, question 10. One of the seminal video games of the era, Pac-Man, almost had what name? It's not because of his resemblance to a piece of sports equipment, but rather from a Japanese phrase for flapping one's mouth open and closed. I know this one.
2: Same. I'm surprised I know this one. Well,
4: I'm not. I <laughs> <laughs> think uh, I think everyone who knows this one knows why they know this one. Yeah. Yes.
1: Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. There's a very specific reason why I know this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm Because there's I don't a have very one. specific reason why they changed
4: the name. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. All right. We all ready? Yes. Uh, let's yeah. reve-
2: oh, oh, yeah, let's I reveal. Oh, let's reveal. No the word. Never. Mind. That's fine. Yeah
4: that's that's fine it's fine
0: damn it kit you got it you got it i was trying to remember
4: which yeah I, I can't can't give it to amos uh puck Man, or I, i'll take paco paco that's totally fine that is that is the okay. the japanese word yes we all know because of scott pilgrim uh yes. which is also a movie that i own i believe i believe i i own every blu-ray release of scott pilgrim I didn't mean I to. I forgot that was, that was referenced in Scott
1: Pilgrim. Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh my,
2: It's a huge reference. I
0: love Scott Pilgrim. I need to watch it again. I've only ever seen it once. And like, that's yeah, a failing yeah. on it's, my part. Uh,
2: they re-released the, uh, the soundtrack with uh, additional music.
4: Yeah. So they, they re-released the movie in the... Uh, in fact, actually, you know what? That's also right over here. Um, <laughs> he's, he's
0: trying to be Tom Merritt, with is <laughs> just reaching back and grabbing stuff now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow.
4: I have the, the deluxe vinyl of Scott oh Pilgrim. Oh, my gosh. was, was no, released I this year, uh, and I, I pre-ordered. This is like 100 bucks. <laughs> um, I, I have a problem with buying physical media. No, so uh, <laughs> what happened with uh, with all the, the versions of Scott Pilgrim I own uh, was I bought one, and then I couldn't find it. I lost it, and so I I bet on... Um, Ebay, and I bought a steel book of it, and I was like, "Cool!" Like now I have the steel book, all good. Uh, and then another steel, uh, and then I found the original, and then another steel book came out that I liked better. So then I bought that steel book, uh, and then and then the 4K release came out, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll get both versions of the 4K release because now I'm like committed." <laughs> so I think I own all but one physical release of Scott Pilgrim, just just because. So I own five different Blu-rays of Scott Pilgrim. So that's my life. Um, that's I can keep score. <laughs> I probably should have. Uh, I think I think it was Kent who yeah. won.
0: Yeah, I, I so. it's either it was either Kent. <laughs> yeah, it was either Kent or Kent. I'm hey, not sure.
1: I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna Kent claim Kent. victory. I'm gonna claim victory either way. We can we can uh, we can watch the vod and figure out. If yeah, that's if accurate, you can watch but. the
4: vod. If you're listening on the podcast, you can go back and double check. I'm pretty sure Kent won. I probably should have kept score. That's like that's like my one job. But that's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah no that's that's why Joe should have been here Joe Joe exactly. should, have been, should have been this the scorekeeper, the
4: scorekeeper. <laughs> uh, Yeah yeah that was that was actually because I'm usually really good at keeping score live during quiz, but uh, uh, because I was always doing all the live production aspects of quiz, basically Joe was doing all of the scorekeeping aspects because it right. was just so much. <laughs> it was just like I was like, okay, let me help with scorekeeping. Oh, you already did pretty much everything. Okay, cool, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Naim, uh, what can we expect during your
1: stream on the New Year's
4: Eve streamathon? That's a great question. We haven't written a single question for it yet, so uh, you can expect. You can expect questions like this in this vein. Maybe we'll go a little easier. Maybe sometimes they might hew a little harder. I actually uh, hew a lot easier than Joe does in writing. Uh, <laughs> if you ever, if you ever noticed during uh, during those quizzes back in the day, uh, which ones were easier, and which ones are harder? Usually, it was Joe writing hard science questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leave it to the scientist to write hard yeah, science questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if it was if it was sports that killed you, that was a little bit of both of us. Although Joe usually did hockey and I usually did everything else um, but uh, yeah so uh, we, I mean it's 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 just like this this is the format we'll probably do three rounds of seven maybe four rounds of seven depending on what time allows uh, we might even do a music round uh, again depending on what we end up writing definitely some current event stuff from the year uh, and then and then other stuff who knows who knows it, it's uh, but if you want to go back and see some of the old speakeasy pub quizzes those are on my YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com SSJ Kuhan. if you want to go back and watch them to, to prepare for what Style is, but it's uh, the style is basically like we just did.
0: Awesome, yeah, and of course, links in the show notes for all that stuff. So,
4: yeah,
0: hell yeah, I can't wait.
4: And and follow twist.tv and speak easy pub quiz for whatever we do next is going to be on there. We're just not sure what that thing is yet um we, we haven't been sure for a couple of months we think it's gonna be some sort of like variety show type thing but we're trying to figure it out and also have time because i just started a new job show is busy with grad school so it's just sometimes life gets in the way of living you know awesome well thank you for right. uh, for coming right
0: in and guest uh, 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 uh quiz mastering so, absolutely so i can't I'm, had it a chance to time. win
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right all right kuhan thanks brother Absolutely. Bye. Bye oh, bye.
0: All right. Um now, now comes my oh what in the Skype is being such a did you break I know it,
2: it
1: did you break
0: Skype? It kicked,
2: it kicked me out earlier and now my video's off.
1: Yeah. It's okay there it goes. And okay, there, there we, we go. There we go. All right. There. We're back. We're back. Here. And, and We're living back. color. All right, Do- Dominic. Okay, so Amos, you you invited Dominic to the show. Uh, yes. Can we start by by uh, Amos describing uh, how did Dominic come into your uh, sphere of knowledge? That, I mean, I mean that that's a
0: that's a fair question. That, that's a fair question. <laughs> so, um, I I live on a, a certain area of TikTok that is. Left-leaning, that is very open to new ideas, and um, I have a certain few people that I follow that are either my personal little thirst corner, or they talk about things that are related to that <laughs> thirst corner. Um,
4: gotcha.
0: Okay. There's there's a couple of uh, a couple porn stars I follow that uh, that talk about the industry. It's not just them being you know trying to look sexy or whatever else. Uh, mm-hmm. but they talk about the industry and they talk about things related to the industry and some of the some of the cliches and some of the the misinformation about it and things like that. And yeah. the thing that got me hooked on watching Dominique's uh, TikTok was the fact that it's real. It's raw and it it takes things that I don't normally see people talking about. In particular, kink, but sometimes it's relationships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's uh, 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 relationships with your family. It's relationships with other people. Relationships with with you know, partners. Um, taking a lot of that and just being real with it, and not trying to hide behind the facade of "I'm I'm facing the public." It was just it's just real. And there's a few people that I followed that are that are along those lines, and it's usually. Um, it's usually a mental health thing. Like I follow a few people that are focused on mental health that, uh, they, they don't have any sort of, I don't want to say they don't have any sort of like outreaching, you know, other, other tendrils, but not as much as, uh, as, as Dominic does. Dominic, you're very focused. You have a lot of things that you explore and that you talk about and you're very honest. And I've, mm-hmm. i I am lucky enough to see a lot of your videos when you were kind of going through a a (laughs) breakdown period before you deleted some of them that were just really, really real. And I understand why you took them down, but they were real. Like they were, it was just, here's emotion. Here's how I'm feeling. Here's how I'm perceiving what's going on and take it or leave it. I'm trying
2: to think which ones now.
0: Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Yeah. But you also have this thing where you like to try to explore the idea of of introducing vanillas to kink and mm-hmm. being a, a person that says it's okay to talk about kink. It's okay to be public with your kink because it's not necessarily who you are. It's a part right. of who you are. And right. that is why when I saw your live uh, what, last week or a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I, if I could get if I could get them on the podcast this would be amazing <laughs> to have cuz Ken and I we love talking about things that we're not comfortable with we love talking mm-hmm. about things that other people may not be comfortable with and i mean when it comes down to it sex is always fun to talk about so right. even <laughs> even though and i fully understand that not all kink has to do with
3: with right. yeah
0: with sex itself it's but it's all mm-hmm. it's all kind of related to to Dominic
1: Amos is, Amos, kind of is dom- Amos is dominating the conversation right now. How yeah. how much <laughs> did, of what he said uh, represents what what uh, who you are and what you present to the world?
2: Um, I, mean, I think it's pretty uh pretty accurate. You know, whenever I blew up, um, so it all started with this like Snapchat that I had sent to like one of my friends and, um. I was like, "This is funny. I want to put it on TikTok. No one's gonna see it." <laughs> two days later, I got thirty k, and I was like, "Hi, what's happening?"
1: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> From zero like, to thirty k, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I like I had like a couple of videos like get like a yeah, decent amount of viewers, but I was like, "Oh, two thousand people like that's no one's watching my shit." And then I saw that I was like, mm. "Hello." <laughs> <laughs> So, so what was, was
1: what was the sub what was the subject matter of that video that hit thirty k?
2: It was kink. I had recently played with a new partner, and I was joking about. It. I was like, "Oh, he wanted to introduce me to a whole new world, and I was hooked." Um, I said, "But I'm also an asshole," and uh, I was about to go down on him, and I was like, "Is there any technique that you like?" Trying to be all cute, and he was like, "Yeah, wait, what can, can I cuss?"
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay.
2: And, yeah, uh, he said, yeah, my cock in your mouth. And I was like, oh, so teeth too. And I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So that was the video. And everybody's like, oh my God, you're, you're Kiki. You're a brat. Oh my gosh. That, I wish that would happen to me. Bet your throat hurt. Like all kinds of shit. And I was like, hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hello, 30,000. Let's go.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the second right. video was about, uh, me okay the video like okay i was dating this guy we quarantine happened that's just what happened um but it was a story time from him that uh he spit in my mouth i was kind of like whoa hi and people were like during a pandemic this is how y'all getting covid and i was like I'm, I'm pretty sure whatever we were doing before the spit was definitely we were definitely gonna get covid
1: yeah you would have gotten covid <laughs> sure. already at that point yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah it wasn't like
1: you're walking down the sidewalk and and that occurred this was <laughs> after uh close encounters
2: no no that's only happened once you know just just once yeah. I only do that once
1: <laughs> just stop, stop <laughs> by <laughs>
2: <Now>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, refresher uh, <laughs> yes
0: oh um, okay so so, Richard, so many-
2: I didn't have time to like uh prepare a persona so I just Put my business out there.
1: Yeah, so you're just you. You're just presenting you. So if we if we go to your TikTok channel, you you get Dominic, like the real thing.
2: Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. That's awesome. That's that's how I like it. Because yeah, because I'm not succeeding all the time, and I don't I don't love that. I don't love to see people like. Okay, I'm not gonna say I don't love to see people succeeding, but like I'm failing. I know everyone else is failing at something too. Just say it. Make a joke. We're, yeah. we're all doing it.
0: Uh, chat, chat wants yeah. to know uh, what's the difference between a kink and a fetish.
2: Um, so a fet is like a I need this in order to come, or like a like a foot fetish, like oh I have to have this, I have to have this. Whereas a kink is a desire, a fantasy. Um, you don't mm. necessarily okay. need certain things.
0: Okay. That's yeah, that's
1: awesome. Um, I never. Yeah, I honestly have never known the difference between the two. That's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. This, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: no one is surprised. This, this is the this is the only fett. This is the only fet that I have. <laughs> um,
2: Bubba Fett. The,
1: the I have a, I
2: have fett, a friend yeah. who's like super <laughs> into Star Wars. John hates fun, and so he'd be like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where he is on like Bubba Fett, honestly.
1: Uh I I I'm afraid that Boba Fett's going too mainstream. Like he was my cool bro uh when when only like six of us liked him and now he's getting his own TV show. He's blown up. I'm afraid he's mm-hmm. going to be uh you know leaving me behind and Fame's going to go <laughs> to his head and you know. jeez. Um, anyway, anyway.
0: <laughs> no. Dominic how did you find out that you like how how did how did the lifestyle approach you or did you go seeking it out and like what was the gener- the, the genesis of of that aspect of your life
2: right so um when I was like 18 uh, one of my friends gave me this book and she's like you gotta read it it's so hot fucking 50 shades of gray and <laughs> and I just remember like reading it and being like Katie, this is this is awful. Like this is also they're not even like doing any of that hardcore shit. It's just I I see very very like this is this is the playground. So uh, I was reading on my Nook at the time, and they were like, "Oh, you like Fifty Shades? Here's Carrie's story." So it went from Fifty Shades of Gray, which is like oh handcuffs and like oh oh my god, <laughs> it went from handcuffs and you know obsessiveness to actual um slave auctions pony shows 24 uh dynamics um everything and i was like oh my god (laughs) um and so i I had a boyfriend at the time i was like hey you want to start doing some stuff and we did and we didn't research anything we were just like doing what we saw in Pornhub, and uh yeah he kind of got me into like my branding kink um Which was always fun. Um, We wait. Wait, hold
1: on, hold on. Can I can I stop you right there? What is branding? (laughs) What is branding kink?
2: So you can either get like uh, branding with a heat or electro. I actually got electro branded uh, uh, a couple months ago. So what it is is they uh, John used a like a a wand, like an electro wand, kind of like um, you know, like you go get a facial and they do like those like um, uh electrolysis direct frequency ones hmm. and so yeah so basically what it is you just sparks along the skin and it creates a burn um in whatever shape he wanted it to um and whereas now is, this burn, a, is this
1: a is this a is it a temporary thing or yeah. it's okay
2: it, it it can be permanent he, he you know he let everyone know it can be permanent I mean, anything that we do when we're leaving marks, uh, scarification, uh, can leave permanent marks. Um, okay. Mine yeah. faded so fast. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah. Uh, and then other brands, like, there's hot iron branding. Um, and, yes, just like cattle. Um, so, my boyfriend at the time would kind of, like, light his match and just kind of, you know, swirl it to where the flame kept heating up the metal. And then just sh- so, yeah,
1: <laughs> okay, so it's it's basically what I was what I was thinking, but I was like, I didn't know that there was a temporary version of that. I thought any mm. brandy would be permanent
2: so. right. Well, it depends on like how hot, how kind of like it depends on how how deep are you willing to go because everything that we do can be like you know the fire lessened a little bit, like you know, oh, you like impact, you can you don't have to go so hard with it,
1: mm-hmm. okay. This is, and, and this is for arousal, right? Like this is, um.
2: A lot of times it can be for arousal. It could be for release. Um, basically, you know, you're going into a scene and whatever kind of like, if you want, if you want, if you want want to be fearful, like there's psychological fear play. If you want to be aroused, if you want to release like stress release, um, or, you know, purely sexual, purely sensual, like you know, it doesn't, it's not always like arousal, but it does, you know, tickle that little inner part of you that we don't talk about,
3: <laughs> Right. which right.
2: Yeah. Which is, I think that's why I kind of talk about it a lot and I try to normalize it because there's so many things, I mean, and it doesn't even have to be kink, but like, um, there's a lot of in society where we're not asking for what we really want. And we should be because I mean, if we're not getting what we want, then what are we doing here
1: mm-hmm. fair, yep,
2: yeah
0: yep now, Kent of the two of us, I don't think it's any secret that you are the more vanilla of uh, of
1: the absolutely two of so i I didn't so I didn't post this <laughs> anywhere, but i did I did take the little the little quiz uh, I
0: was gonna say you discord. didn't even take the I put the quiz in the discord and like everybody yeah. took it but
1: you. Like the- <laughs> I so I, I took it I took it like 20 minutes before we went live um, and I and I copied and pasted my results to to a notepad thing and uh, yeah I got 70 so my second item was 73 percent vanilla. Hmm. Nice. So yeah, I think that's, that's <laughs> I think I'm pretty pretty vanilla. Do you want to take a guess though? My 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 number one thing was at seventy eight percent. Do you want to take a guess what that one was?
0: I I think I know what it was, but I'll I'll let Dominic see if if they can figure it out.
2: Monogamist.
0: No. Oh no. God. No. 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 no.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but... Let's see. Okay. So it was vanilla.
1: Yeah, it it's damn near as vanilla as vanilla. Um switch was switch was the number one. Oh I w- okay.
0: I was gonna say
1: voyeur. So, yeah. Yeah. No, voyeur is uh that's that's fairly low on the list. Well, uh eh, it's higher than half uh at fifty-three percent.
2: Yeah.
1: but uh anyway,
0: I got, yeah. So yeah, but
2: I got I'm voyeur I'm, and exhibitionist. Uh
0: that, yeah. I mean that makes sense. You you have a TikTok channel talking
1: about taboo subjects so yeah <laughs> yeah there's a little bit of expi- exhibitionism just on oh, display yeah. because it exists
2: <laughs> right Exa- exactly exactly yeah.
1: um so uh my top
0: two will t- let you know uh my top one was 96 percent voyeur oh mm-hmm. oh okay and 93 percent switch with uh 78 experimentalist and then submissive brat non-monogamous <laughs> And then vanilla at fifty seven. So it's it's like, yeah. oh, it's like my okay. eighth one down,
2: yeah. Um, okay. so and we yeah, had I we had uh,
0: several people in our chat uh, share theirs, and I really appreciate all of you opening up a little bit and and sharing it. Some of them were not what I thought that person would have had. I'm not going to call anybody out, but, you know, it's all in our discord.
1: I, um it's pretty I, interesting. my biggest, my biggest surprise wasn't any of the results. It was the fact that one particular person, actually participated in and posted the results Is that, that was my biggest surprise I, yeah i wasn't gonna call anybody <laughs> by name but yeah <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah that was a that was a surprise Sorry.
2: yeah it's always and it's always yeah. good like if you know you're participating or you're maybe researching to like keep kind of retaking the quiz and get into the in-depth one because uh, like mine mine has changed in my kink journey like you know yeah i i get a lot more voyeur which is like you know getting arousal by watching people um i get switched now which is i you know alternate between bottom and top um and um is is that a recent
0: is that a recent like transition that you've that you found the the switch because when i first started watching your channel you were all bottom
2: i was all bottom yes all bottom yes Yes, very, very recent. Um, Well, I mean, not too recent. I've always known it was there. But, uh, yeah. Um, I'm also, like, a sadist, but I'm also a masochist. Um, Sadist enjoys um, giving the pain, and uh, the masochist receives the pain. uh, And they both derive pleasure from the roles that they play. Um, Which is funny. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if they have it on there anymore. I have to take that quiz again. But um so me and my uh one of my good friends, Jazzy, um, we talk about this sometimes. So there's a lot of people they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, if I'm a bottom then I'm a sub. If I'm a top, I'm a Dom. You don't have to be some people they're like, I'm a top, I'm a top, that's it. I'm a top. I don't wanna so a top is just a person who tops the scene. And a Dom is someone who assumes responsibility. Over the effects of someone's life that they've Consented to uh whereas A bottom just receives whatever It is and a submissive Actually gives their submission to A dom um So it goes well,
1: into, So rel- Relinquishes responsibility Is
2: mm-hmm.
1: is which yeah mean. okay
2: rel- Responsibility power I think uh dns Would be more on the uh, power exchange Side
1: okay okay
0: And when you say scene, it's in my in my mind. I imagine it as in um, you you have a defined start, you have a defined Mm -hmm. end, preferably predefined end, um, Mm -hmm. and then during that time is when you're taking the role, and it could be either a hard start, hard stop, or it could be more of a soft thing, such as you know. These, this is the scene we're in, but we're still going to continue, and you're still going to wear your, your, your collar or mm-hmm. things like that. It, it's more like a soft end. Is that is that accurate?
2: Yes. So a scene is just any pre-negotiated uh, location, time, uh, session, act uh, that kink is uh, happening in. You do negotiations, and then it doesn't matter like whether you say, okay, we're going to go ahead and start the scene now or when the music starts, etc., um, and of course, the ending either ends with someone calling red, or it just ends whenever both of them are just too tired to carry on, or it's just we both have kind of had enough.
1: Or, um, or when you when you come, right? I mean, that's a potential. If you do, if you like, do, find, Right, right, right. It, like, I mean, if,
2: if that's yeah, that's, if that's the goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, then again, so, there is like force orgasm. So, one time, seventeen. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't. Okay. Know, I don't know that Kent can yeah. handle more than like, you know, a, a low <laughs> no, like a well, single I, digit. You guess right getting Kent into the double digits, and he might start rethinking life. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, hell, you get
1: you, you get above singular, and it, it gets a little like whoa. And yeah, yeah, we're, uh, so, we're old. So do, we're old. We're looking to just, have the one. I do just want to. <laughs> I, I do just want to clarify though. Like, scene and play, are those this like? are those interchangeable terms or is it, are like, they completely uh, different or is it just uh, depends on the context or.
2: Uh, d- so can you help
1: us like really understand what, like we play the word play. Um, yes.
2: Okay. So um, play is kind of like, Oh, we're going to go play in that scene. Uh, this is my play partner. Um, pet play. Whereas, you know, a pet will play within a scene. Ah, uh, play partners will have scenes, um, like that. So the the play is the act, uh versus the scene is like the location or the setting. Uh,
1: I got it. Okay, that
0: or makes sense. Or the
2: activity. Sense. Yeah.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay. I, I, one of the big things that I, I don't want to, I'm going to mention this here, even though it doesn't really fit, but I want to mention it because I I feel it's really important. Is something that I, I learned from from watching your TikToks early on is there should be a recovery period after any sort of heavy scene
2: aftercare absolutely and, and even uh, light scenes uh, we've actually talked about like aftercare even with vanilla acts um kind of incorporating different things um, into like you know vanilla relationships um so yeah it doesn't matter what the scene is like I I had a hypno scene one time and we still there was still aftercare because, Within these scenes, you are not, you know, um, sometimes you're not yourself. Sometimes it—it, whatever is happening, the aftercare is the portion where you and the other partner, whether you are intimate or platonic, it's just bringing that humanness and intimacy and kind of reassurance back to not only yourselves, but to your to your the person you're you're playing with. Can can you can you.
1: Can you be a little more specific? Like, d- d- describe to me. So, like a scene just took place. Like you just finished, right? Mm-hmm. So, can you describe to me, like, more specifically, what does aftercare consist of? Like, what what is that? Okay, what can I expect so- if 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 we, like if, if Amos and I just did a scene together? And I'm expecting aftercare. What is Amos gonna do for me? Like, what, are, what, what, are, what are we looking at here?
2: It's all about what you kind of want. Um, do you, do you like to be cuddled? Do you like a blanket? Do you like maybe a water or hot tea? Uh, maybe some food. A lot of people choose candy because like the sugar helps you with that drop. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about this? You um, want a way to talk about this? That's basically what aftercare is. It's just kind of, or do you want to watch? A cartoon, a movie, just to kind of like settle down. Hmm. So yeah, a lot of okay. Times so it's people
1: it, a lot of it. I, I feel like a lot of this is like paying attention to the needs of the partner, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that they need, yes, yeah. a cigarette. A cigarette might be yeah a doctor Care. Yes, um,
2: exactly. A lot of people just kind of immediately kind of like um okay. the baseline is like the cuddles, the blanket, the water.
1: Got you. Okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, because the the, the base, I mean, the the scene could be, I'm going to treat you like absolute garbage for an hour. um, Exactly. You know, and and I'm going to completely dehumanize you for an hour because that's what we've agreed. That's what I want to do. And that's what you want done. So at the end of that, there needs to be a period of time where it's like, that was the scene that's over. We are humans on the same level again. And I'm not just going to leave you in a position where you still feel demeaned and demoralized and like, like a pile of shit.
2: Exactly. So 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 like the bottom will receive like, Oh, you did really well, et cetera, et cetera. Or just kind of like those touches. And then the top also needs reassurance. Like I really like what you did there, you know, because you know, we always say like aftercare for tops doms is pretty not talked about, and they're the ones that hold a lot of the responsibility of the scene to go well and for it to be received well. And it's like
1: a dungeon master, like in Dungeons & Dragons. Like, the, the DM doesn't usually get love. Like, it's like, right. Oh, the DM, yeah. was, the DM sucked. Like, my character didn't level up this time, and I'm mad.
2: Oh, fun. We have uh, dungeon masters, too. They're just... I know! <laughs> different things. Um,
0: could you... All right, could, you you the, mentioned the chat had a. good go well, hold Chad. on,
1: hold on, hold on. The chat had a question, uh, and I had the same question, so I really, I really want uh, to understand this: intimate versus platonic. Could you mm-hmm. could you elaborate on on that?
2: Okay, um, I kind of so like part like partners, even romantic. I should have said romantic. Um, so. Like um a lot of the scenes that I've done are between friends. There is no kind of and even though a lot sometimes it was sexual, um, there is there's no like, oh my God, like I love you. It was like
1: oh, you no know. so emotional, um like I like I I'm in love with you. Like that yes. like what you meant by intimate, right? Versus talk- like, right. like friends participating in a scene, um, and then afterward they're still literally the same thing friends
2: yeah just friends yes um, exactly yeah,
1: yeah okay that makes okay that makes perfect sense to me okay
2: yeah that's what i meant cuz you can be intimate in uh platonic ways i should have i should have said like romantic versus
1: um, got it. okay platonic. that i'm on the same page with you now okay yeah
0: cuz <clears throat> i mean and and that helps you define the roles right because you can be in a in a relationship in a romantic relationship with somebody but in a certain scene Things mm-hmm. that you might do, you know, genital touching, things like that, that you might be okay with on a, a romantic, just just a night out are, are completely right. off limits because of this scene. You don't want that particular interaction.
2: Yes, so. there's, there are some people and like I myself am one. So um, we call it monogamish. So whereas I might have like a one partner, uh, but I still will kink and play with other people. Um, however, it's not going to be intimate. There's not going to be any kind of like sexual intimacy there. Probably, um, if there is genital touching, it will be negotiated with my partner. Like, Hey, is this cool with this with, you know, are you cool with me doing this? Probably won't be full on penetrative sex. Um, or like, you know, genital to genital, but yeah, monogamish is just kind of like, um, I'm monogamous, but I'm going to kink with other people.
0: One mm. of the one of the other things, uh, my beard just tried to come up there. Um, <laughs> apparently, following beer with Mountain Dew not the greatest idea. Just life lessons. Um, yeah. One of the things that you mentioned was a was it a Munch, Munch, mm-hmm. Munch? Okay. W- what now? In <laughs> in in my mind. <laughs> my mind's probably not where you think it is, but in my mind, I think of this. So <laughs> back in my, back in my pagan days, uh, back in my Wiccan days, especially we would get say, together. You didn't, you didn't, we, we, we would get pagan. together as a group and there would be certain expectations. You know, uh, you would have typically be over a weekend and like Friday night would be family night. And then Saturday night would be like, the kids would be gone by six and Skyclad would just magically happen and certain people might peel off for certain other things and come back later, and, and it was kind wait, of... Wait, hold on, flow. hold on. D- did you say sky-clad? Sky-clad. Sky-clad is when you are nude in the purpose of becoming closer to the spiritual side of other people, as opposed to just being naked to show off your stuff.
1: Oh. Okay. All right. okay. All right. So, okay. like, like...
0: Oh. Typically, in a in a in a pagan group, you wouldn't have a bunch of people just naked because they want to see everybody naked and they want to be naked. It's typically there's there's a spiritual purpose behind <laughs> removing the layers of clothing to where you are.
1: You can, uh, anyway. chat, chat wants to make gotcha. sure that that uh, we define uh, uh, it's we're talking about pagan, not pagan. Yeah, yeah. No. I, that's what I
2: uh, thought uh, you were saying. I was like, oh, we going we going there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we talking about pagan. <laughs> oh yeah. damn it! Disappointment. I, 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 dis- disappointment was had when I realized it was pagan. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, it, but it, then again, I guess like there's there's somebody there's somebody in South Carolina right now that's like I don't see the difference in what he's saying right there. I don't I don't understand. I don't yeah. get it. So uh, so yes, in in <laughs> pagan
0: circles, in in uh, uh it still didn't sound right. Um.
1: But you would have so wait. wait, So hold on. Actually, it's very important because we're 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 talking a lot of jargon here. So I think it's important if we do define terms. So Amos, when you say pagan, uh, what what does that mean? That means uh, non traditional
0: spirituality in a sense that does not uh, align itself with more traditional. Uh, 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 religions such as Christianity, Judaism, uh, uh, Islam, things like that. It's more of a nature based yeah. or so, a right. natural so like, w- world Wiccan, based religion. Wiccan experience. might be
1: Wiccan might be an example of uh, pagan religion.
0: Yes, uh, w- Wicca is a pagan religion. So is Druidism and um, several others that yeah. aren't coming to mind okay. right now. But
1: got it. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. So, so, yeah, so we so, were talking
1: about. Uh, so, yeah.
0: you'd have a bunch of druids in a field, and, you know, there'd be a family ish night where the kids were, uh, you know, it was, it was all family oriented. And then the next night would be uh, no kids, and certain events may happen, such as being sky clad and celebrating things and dance around fires. Naked. naked. Sky clad, Nick. Yes. Yep. Naked. <laughs> yeah. But naked with a purpose, though. It's it's not just naked, it's naked with a purpose. I mean, I always have a purpose if I don't have my purpose. <laughs> I I don't. Sometimes I'm just randomly <laughs> naked. It, it's it's a fucking miracle it has not happened on this podcast.
1: So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, by the way. Thank you, <laughs> Twitch Terms of Service. Um.
0: <laughs> but five thousand followers oh and uh, five thousand subscribers, and we'll have an OnlyFans, and uh, we will be dad bod. We'll have our dad bods out clan. there. Cutting the grass. It's going to be dad bod yard work on the are OnlyFans. fans. 5,000 yeah, subscribers. That's, that's, let's go. That's worthy of a title suggestion right
1: there. <laughs> dad. <laughs> bo- oh, God damn it. Curtis beat me to it. Yes. Dad bod Thank you.
3: <laughs> okay. So
0: munches.
2: Yes. So a munch is kind of like a vanilla activity or um, setting and uh, where kinky people just get to connect um, a lot of times it is coffee. Sometimes it's dinner, um, and we usually go to like different restaurants, maybe a coffee shop. Um, I know a couple of people that I am friends with. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to this munch, It's at a bar," and it's just kind of like where you go into it in a public setting and you make connections um, with kinky people. Um, the conversation usually isn't even about kink. It's just making friends hanging out with people um, in a general setting um, a lot of times um, groups will use munches to vet you so you have to have requirements of like how many social um, events you can you attend before you can even go to the dungeon go to the play parties
1: gotcha so uh, uh, the way I the way I'm hearing this is munch is a uh, basically, a, a, a kink vernacular for just hanging out like normal meetup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just
3: but also just with, with
1: but with with the but with the possible motive of vetting and and things like that. Yeah. Now, yes. is the vetting is the vetting piece a required uh a component to be for it to be considered a munch, or is no. that just like a thing that might be part of it? Okay. No, okay.
2: it's just because. Uh, Play parties are a different vibe and a different setting. And sometimes you just want to be normal or not normal. Uh, Sometimes you just want to be relaxed, casual, whatever, Mm -hmm. and not be like, you know, here I am in full leather, ready to take your ass down.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. You're not a convention, like a, like a BDSM convention or something. Yeah. 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 Got it. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh uh, uh Co-fred in the chat one w- said uh uh
0: I'm not even interested in the dungeon. I just want to go there to hang out with people I think I would like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. That, that's I mean, yeah that sounds good to me. Like I, I can yeah. party with some folks.
2: Play partners are fun. I mean there's music going whenever I went. We were just kind of all hanging out. Um usually there's like a kitchen where you know, potluck is being served. Um where I go there's like different you know you you watch um and so just hanging out watching scenes uh there's a social area where you can relax color uh there's a smoking patio all, all kinds of stuff you're saying going you're
1: on. saying watching scenes so this is mostly like um uh like like for exhibit exhibit yeah excuse me exhibitionism, exhibitionism voyeurism type yes. of uh thing okay
2: yes that is uh That is a big part of play parties is, you know, you're going out. Not only do you get to play with other people, but you get to like, you know, if you are an exhibitionist, uh, you get to show it off. And if you're Mm. a voyeur, you get to watch. Um, And also for like new people in the scene, the voyeurism is really great because you're like, okay, um, I don't know what I like. Oh, I like what he did there. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that at all. Or like, oh, he's a cool top. I don't know if I'd play with him.
1: So, yeah, yeah, so even if you're not necessarily into voyeurism, the, mm-hmm. the the idea is like you'd know, be like watching a YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's I'm learning. Shopping. Yeah, I'm learning something here. I'm I'm figuring out what I might like, <laughs> maybe what I don't like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's,
2: okay.
0: That 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 so just a view into my life. That sounds like the kind of party that I would love to go to. Um right. Because, again, Voyeur was like one of my top (laughs) (laughs) top requirements. (laughs) Like, it just seems like that'd be a great time. and, And it would certainly set the mood right for the rest of the night to go out drinking and having a good time at a party or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just well, saying. you know, even though that didn't, even though voyeurism didn't top my list, I think that that would fit my personality quite a bit because whenever I'm in a situation where I'm not a hundred percent comfortable or feel like I'm in charge of my own destiny or whatever, yeah, I very much become a wallflower. I'm a watcher, you know, yeah. and uh, I, I, I guess I, I look for my opportunity to make myself known, uh, but until that. Opportunity presents itself. Like I, I tend to stay in that background. Uh, yeah. So, like amongst my friends, like if I'm in a small group setting with a bunch of friends, I tend to be like pretty outgoing. I, I want to be the guy making the best joke and you know being the loudest or whatever. Right. But if when it, when I'm when whenever I'm with like people that where my not friends outnumber my friends, yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely in the background. Like I'm the backseat, like just trying to figure out. Where do I fit in here? Stuff like yeah. that. So I think, <laughs> if I went to one of these, uh, what do we call it? A munch? No. Is that what it's no. No, this is a play party, or play. Well, yeah. Either way, either way, I think yeah. I would be kind of just sitting back. I would probably take on the voyeur role just by default. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds yeah. to me like just one
0: more thing that I'd go to have a great time and then bounce the second I didn't feel like being there anymore
1: because that's what I do. <laughs>
0: that's,
2: that's, that's, yeah. exact, that's exactly the, what I did. The old uh,
1: Irish goodbye, uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. My play party, uh, last weekend, like I uh, I ended up not playing with anyone, which was like totally fine. Um, but I got to watch a bunch of scenes and I was like, okay, for the next play party, I've got like who I want to like approach in mind. Um, there's like different things going on. Um, and A lot of times at these events. Um, so it's pretty. A lot of times when we're like talking about practicing safe kink, you know, of course, um, which is rack prick, all that good stuff.
1: Um, wait, wait, hold on. Could you define what you just said?
2: Okay. So I don't know all the terms for prick, but rack is risk aware. Consensual kink. Okay. Um, but and also uh, SSC is a uh, safe, sane, consensual. Um, so yeah, risk aware is basically like you're aware of the risk that you're doing uh, consensual kink. Um, I hope that's right. Okay. <laughs> so with with everything that we're doing, there is inherent risks, but um, you don't want to add to those risks by doing unsafe things so drinking is absolutely not allowed in a lot of these like Mm. kink uh centered spaces now if it's more like you know a swingers club they do focus on they there's a bar there um where i go there is no drinking on the grounds period whatsoever you you if you show up drunk uh you won't be playing with anyone that's that's for darn sure and Mm. a lot of like it's a requirement for me Do not drink before we sing. I will not be drinking. I want to feel my pain. Uh, You better not be drinking. Period. And you better not be on anything. You know,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, just
2: because you want to be in the proper state of mind.
0: I was going to say it seems like it would. It would if if you if you're if your mind altered in the first place, it doesn't seem like you'd be able to get the full benefit or accept the full risk of yes what you're doing anyway. So it'd be like being really drunk and then smoking a joint. Like what.
1: What the yeah. fuck you doing man like
0: yes, yeah yes yes
2: and a lot of people and i think it goes jazz. without
1: saying the the issues of consent and um uh being responsible for the the actions that you take and so on and so forth
0: yeah uh real quick uh jazzy in the chat um throwing a bunch of links in there and helping to find some stuff thank you so much yes thank
2: you thank you jazzy
0: <laughs> J- jazzy's uh, I'm, like,
2: I'm like i'm like looking at my phone because like she sent me something earlier yeah. that that so that's my friend uh she is jazzy the sub um on instagram jazzy on tiktok uh quirky kingster i love her I, that's one of my best friends and um i was like waiting for her to pop up and be like this is the acronym <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, I, I, I only know her because of being on your lives, you know, watching your lives. She's mm-hmm. always there. And uh, yeah. She, she. I don't know if she realized it, but her and I often t- tag team on the next subject I would like to talk to you about, and that's putting down the shitty haters in your lives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you are one of those people. Um,
2: <laughs> I screenshotted it finally. I was like, yeah. Bitch. I.
0: I just I, I can't oh. like why why waste people's time by being in a TikTok and just harassing people about stupid shit. It just makes no no sense. Um,
2: it makes no sense.
0: You've you've uh, you've come out a few times as very uh, I don't say discriminatory isn't the right word. It would be uh, very vocal about people who hold others to a higher standard than what should be expected. And try to hold people to cultural expectations on how they, you know, their appearance or even um, mm, yeah, uh, uh, misogyny, things like that. Um, and, and it's weird to me because I, a lot of, I'd say probably most of my TikTok is just that. It's people calling other people out on stupid bullshit. Um, yeah. But when you do it, it's almost, it almost seems like it's personal every time. Like you really, you're like, this is, this is fucking dumb and you're a piece of trash and you just need to, <laughs> you, you you need to find a way to exit the, the, my sphere without, you know, unaliving yourself, go, go be alive somewhere else, <laughs> you know?
2: Um, yes. I, yeah, I, I don't hold space for that kind of stuff. Um, If I wanted to be humiliated and shamed, I will negotiate a fucking scene for that. Like, don't do, Mm -hmm. don't do shit to that. And then also, it's always, I don't, I, I noticed this. And this is like from the very, very beginning of my TikTok journey. I have never gotten a hate comment from a woman. Point blank, period. I have, or, or a vagina haver. Um, (laughs) I have never, ever gotten a hate comment from, uh, you know a vagina holder it is always from men and I'm like hmm. are you like good bro like are y'all <laughs> okay like I, I don't mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. you came on to my TikTok you watched it you're now commenting which is boosting me thanks but you're doing it to like be rude I'm like if I'm not your cup of tea like why are you sitting here drinking it <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I've never understood like the idea of hate watching. Like, what's the what's the point? Like, what? Yes. You, what, how is that fulfilling? I I never understood that. I like yeah, the quote. So that's why I take it.
0: I, I don't know who personally. said it first, of course, but the quote of uh, of uh, and the most recent was Gary V. Is like if if someone is in your comments spending the time to put you down or to talk shit about you. Where the fuck are they at in life that that's the best optimal thing they could be doing right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. Right?
2: <laughs> like, yeah. we have so many other things to be doing. And, like, I think that's why I'm like, you're exerting your energy yeah. to be me. Yeah, Kurt, Ugh. yeah,
1: Curtis says they're a fan. Yeah, I, and I think so. Like, it's not a good fan, it's a toxic fan, but <laughs> no. they're there watching you. They're experiencing you. When they could be doing something that they actually enjoy, they instead choose to be. Offended or or pissed off by whatever it is that you're presenting, and yeah, I call that fandom.
0: <laughs> well, the 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 one the other night uh, the, on your live was talking about uh, said something about your body. Like I, I I didn't even catch the original comment, and I was sitting there the entire time like I don't get it. Like, what's their problem with her with, with their body? Like I don't. I mean, you're 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 an anonymous name that's just showing text. In, in I a, know, it, like it but,
2: kicked me out. It did.
0: Skype hates you. Skype
2: well. <laughs> it hates me so bad. <laughs> Eventually, the other did like because that's what happened last time. The other thing just kind of like left. I was like, okay, cool.
3: Yeah, uh, um,
2: But but yeah, yourself. no. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely fan behavior. I've gotten and I've gotten like some mean things before. I was like. <laughs>
1: I, I just don't I don't yeah. understand
0: it I don't no doubt.
1: Well, I mean, especially when you're when you're a thirty k thirty k per view uh, type person, I mean, you're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get like a, a small percentage uh, of uh, assholes you know, negative negative nancies or yeah assholes yeah. Um, oh, um, yeah and that's gonna and, and they're the they're the ones that are gonna be the loudest because that's I mean just their way most most of the people yeah most of the people that are enjoying your content are either just going to enjoy it in silence or they're going to put a like or uh you know uh thumbs up or whatever
0: ken doesn't tiktok a lot so he's not (laughs) (laughs) but
1: but i'm saying any any social media where you can comment right yeah the people that are enjoying it you're either going to not comment or they're going to say something in most cases are going to say something very. uh, you know, like a hey, cool video, you know, or something like that. Where the yeah. people that are just, just fucking pissed off, like yes. they're the one that, that are going to type paragraphs and do it often. And, and like, so it, they're going to be loud, like, right? So,
2: and a lot of them aren't even there. I don't even think they're pissed off. I, if they are, don't know what it's at. Don't know if it's me. But like, yeah. I think la- last night I got this, uh, I got a couple of weird comments. The first one was like, Yes, plus size king, and I was like, "Thanks." I and they're like, "Oh, I thought you were trans," and I was like, "Uh, "I fall under the trans umbrella." Is is that what you're asking me? And they never commented again because I was kind of like, (laughs) because the joke the joke becomes less funny if uh, if you ask to explain it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. And then the second guy, which I screenshotted, was like, "Plus size queen." I'm like, you know what? (laughs) <laughs> you know what,
3: yeah, like yeah, yeah <laughs>
2: uh, 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 which it's like uh, people are um usually like the the comments about like my body, um, which I'm always like. You're literally commenting on something that I have to live in every single fucking day. Um, no one talks about you. You're fucking short, balding, you know, you're resting <laughs> personality on two. No one talks about that. Right. Well but, mm. but like, you know, uh
1: well people feel like a certain level of ownership, I think, uh, of the the content that they view, right? So yes. it whether it's a YouTube or TikTok or whatever, uh it's it's just the same as if I'm watching Star Trek or something on TV or friends or whatever you, you feel like you have earned the license to say whatever the fuck you want to because they're a yes. celebrity they're a public figure so I can say whatever I want uh, and and I think just human society hasn't adapted to the fact where uh, social media and like social video content and mm-hmm. so forth is actually reaching directly to a human and not like the random you know or like, oh, I wrote to the fan club of
2: of this person whatever. you know what I mean yeah like
1: and i don't I don't think we as humans have quite figured that out and and understand the you know the empathy that's required when you're talking to an actual fucking person
2: yes'm <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still. Like it's still like um I got this message one time by this guy and he was like he had like I get DMs message requests constantly from you know just
4: of course imagine
2: yeah it's always the strangest Mm -hmm. things um but he was like he had said hey 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 you know just over a period of weeks and finally he's like hey you want to fuck and I'm like. yes that's why
1: i did this whole thing the, the, <laughs> yeah. this whole thing was so that i could fuck you like this is yeah
2: yes and i was like sitting <laughs> there reading it i was like you know what i i i i've got time today so i was like why would you think that was even remotely this uh, like okay to say to me he goes oh i was just joking i didn't think you'd actually respond i don't think i didn't think you'd read them i yeah. said it goes to my phone of course i'm fucking reading it and he yeah, like, "Well, yeah. uh, you know, I I subscribed to your OnlyFans." I said, "Do you? What's your name? Because you don't anymore."
1: <laughs> um, I don't need your money, asshole. <laughs> yeah. I
2: don't. I don't yeah. want it. Period. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like these people, they don't think that I read my messages. I read them. I read them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. a, a a testament to your willingness to read things was when I found you on a live, and I finally... I I knew that you did lives because I'd see, oh, Dominic's live has ended. They're like, fuck, man. Like It's been like six or eight months (laughs) that I've been watching this lady (laughs) on TikTok. And she... And I have then found out it's because you go live for like five minutes and you're like, fuck this bar. And you go to a different bar and do another live. I, no, I get it now. I, it's not It's not personal. You didn't like, hey, oh, Ethan Kane has signed on. I better stop my live now. You know, I, I, I get it. Um, that's what I do. That's, yeah. my yeah, that, that's no, why I react. Yeah, that's why Kent's no. not on TikTok. Because he's got like a list of 500 videos that I've sent him that he's not. he's like, I'm not touching any of that. Um,
2: (laughs) no i've gone i've gone like before and like either like a cousin or like uh just someone that i know from like my past has popped up and i'm like oh god someone's in here you guys i'm nervous now i I make it very you
0: did say that you recently got spotted and
1: recognized how did Uh, oh yes we need that yes we need that that story
2: okay so i'm sitting there at this play party real nervous because you know i am social anxiety um in person and so we were all talking about like oh what's the biggest or most intensive kind of uh kink thing that you've done and people were talking about oh the halloween party or this and the other and i was like oh so i went to an event where it was like 20 plus of us uh at this one house we flew in from all over um and i didn't say what the name was because of course like I don't want people at my like real life group dungeon to know that like I'm on TikTok just because like tick kink talkers and TikTokers get such a bad name. And I'm like, Nope, I'm an adult. I am Mm. an adult. I'm an adult. And so, Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, yeah, so I actually watch a lot of TikTok, and there was this, like, group of kinky people recently, and they went to this big, like, gathering, and I was like, oh, yeah, and I'm, like, so shaking, and he's like, yeah, like, I think, um, it's, like, a campout, and I said, is it the kink talk campout? And he goes, yep, I said, that was, um. Hey, he goes. Oh, I knew it. I saw you in the videos. And I was like, <laughs> 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 yep, that was me. He was like, oh my god, I can't believe like you were there. Like you're, yeah, you're big. I'm like,
3: oh, Yeah, no, shut up, no, shut I'm
2: up. This <laughs> one, the, the the person next to me was like, Oh, we have, we've got a star here. I'm like, No, no, don't call me a. star. He's oh man! <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then of course he kind of um would revisit that every so often. Was like, I still can't believe that was you. I, I figure like I recognized you, and I'm like,
1: <sighs> I stop talking about <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please stop telling people that I'm on TikTok.
1: <laughs> like, oh, that's fantastic. I'm like, Yes. So, sp- Dominic, speaking of your TikTok, what what is your TikTok channel? Uh, where can people find you?
2: Dominic John underscore underscore. Um, it's spelled just like the regular Dominic John. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> that's me. It's real weird.
0: And <laughs> and, how- and if they want to by awesome. chance find you in a bar, uh, don't just. <laughs> Fucking, don't. You, just don't. You, yeah, you, just you you know, don't. You can catch in the bar don't. all the time. It's called TikTok. You just hop on TikTok and follow her, yeah. and Do, or follow them, and, and it'll don't be there. Understand. Like, <laughs> they'll be there.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. um, um <laughs>
2: All right. For, so for you every- are welcome to
0: hang out. I don't. We don't want to monopolize your entire evening because, like, you've have life. Right. Uh, however, if you do want to hang out for a little bit more, we're going to go ahead and do wrap up the show, then probably... Read a bunch of stuff in in chat that we didn't catch during the show because holy yep. shit, have they been lighting it up tonight? So, oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. yes. Leave, leave nice. it to the, the kink to bring out um, uh, the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: everyone. Yes, yeah. It, it does. It does. Uh,
0: we uh, we we have a show. We're going to be doing a show here in about two weeks. I think Kent, two or three weeks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we're going to talk soon? about
1: Artemis. Artemis. We're, we're going to talk about Artemis. The back the, uh, to the space program, Artemis, back to the moon. Uh, that's going to be the focus of our, our conversation. We're going to talk about uh, you know other stuff as well, but that's going to be the, yep. the nerdy focus of it. Uh, but a couple weeks after that, we're going to have Richard Gunther on for our, our annual tradition of, of the year in review just before we do the New Year's Eve Streamathon. Yep. And that's what I really want to direct people to. If you are not already, I need you to go to twitch.tv slash DC Streamathon. Give that Channel a follow so that you know when the streamathon starts. And also, you can go in there and look at the schedule. Uh, the schedule is full. 27 hours of content is already scheduled for you guys. It's going to be absolutely yep. amazing. Uh, go check it out. Um, I can't wait to see you there. Amos, where, where are you at on the internet, bro? Uh, I've been directing everybody
0: to AnthonyLemos.com. Go there, see my art, read my comments, and you can find all my socials there. So, AnthonyLemos.com. You'll know it's me because it's all black and white because I don't like decorating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about you, um, I, per- Personally, I, I want to direct people to our Discord, bit.ly slash rmpdiscord. Uh, that's about the only place I hang out anymore these days. I've kind of uh, therapeutically removed myself from social media for about the last half year or so. Uh, so don't be looking for any new tweets from me for a while. I'm not saying I'm done with it forever but for now that's what i need uh but if you want to engage with me uh i've been doing it over discord uh bit.ly slash rmp discord
0: and of course you can find dominic on tiktok and that link will be in all the show notes and all the other things so uh, I'm not even going to try it because there's, there's like underscores and there's... It's like there's... <laughs>
1: well, Dominic John underscore underscore. But it's, but it's, yeah. but it's like Dominic <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. underscore John underscore underscore. And then you look like a little squirrely and then you draw a smiley face on your phone. <laughs> and then you then you tap three times, knock the back of it, twist it around upside down. Like... I.
2: I didn't grab my username yeah. in
0: time. I, I, yeah. Well, I didn't either because my username's Ethan Kane seventy seven. So I didn't. I, I had to pull a can. Yeah.
2: Well, it's like so my
1: yeah my my <laughs> my Twitter my Twitter it has underscores in it as well. So I get it. Yeah. I get. I feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to if you <laughs> damn it i lost my place in the in the thing here yes uh, <laughs> uh, find out everything we've got going on at ritual misery uh over at ritualmisery.com yep um now about the time to where
0: we would tell you thank you for uh, listening and for enjoying our show go go catch some of Kevin McCloud's music the entire internet uses his music for everything uh we yep. actually Yeah. we actually paid him the royalty fee to play his music on our podcast. So it makes us better than most of you. Yeah. We're, um, we're, we're, we're better than you. We're, we're $25 <laughs> better than, than you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, Kevin yeah but, McLeod, you don't, but you don't have to. Kevin offers his music, uh, royalty free. Yeah. Uh, as long as you, as long as you share you attribute a lot. Like. And, uh, and we, so. and we do both. We yeah, attribute
0: absolutely. and we, uh, we paid for the licensing. So go do that. Uh, For me, for you, for Dominic, for all of TikTok and all them fucking haters that just need to go away, this has been (laughs) your Ritual Misery Podcast. See ya. Simon Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. (laughs)
3: R-A-T-U-A-L-M-I-S-E-L-Y